welcome to the Let's Talk About podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Johnson, and let's get into this episode. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About podcast. I'm back with episode 10, and I'm excited to be recording again because this always makes me happy. But today's episode is about being that girl, the pros and cons, and how you can live that lifestyle too, if you want to. No one's forcing you. So, I mean, I know I'm kind of late to talking about this because this trend basically happened a few months ago, like in the spring slash summer, but that doesn't mean that you can't still live that lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's like a things that you can implement into your life to sort of be that girl, but In this episode, I'm going to explain what the whole concept is and why it can be good and why it can be bad, but, and then at the end, I'm going to give you like tips on if you, if you want to live that lifestyle, like how you can do that in a positive manner. So before we get into that, I'm just going to talk about my highs and lows at the moment. Um, so Halloween happened, uh, like two weekends ago. And I was a fairy, but apparently a lot of other people decided to be fairies this year, so I guess it wasn't original or anything, but it was really fun. I went trick-or-treating with my friend, um, and she ended up taking a whole bowl of candy because there was a candy bowl that was unsupervised, and she just took it, and (laughs) we were laughing about it because it was funny. Um, Lowe's? I guess my low at the moment is that I just have a lot of stuff to do at like because of school because it was just like mid-sems and stuff and I just have a lot of tests and assessments and things so it can get a little stressful but I'm okay um so with that being said we can just like get into the episode so let me just give an explanation about what that girl is so the that girl trend has been going on for a long time now like as i just said um and you may have seen this trend going around tiktok or youtube um and i will say that i've definitely watched some of these videos because i was interested in seeing what this lifestyle or trend was about so basically the trend is about an image of a girl who has her whole life put together and seems to have like everything perfected down to her down oh my god I can't talk she has everything perfected down to her routines self-care self-maintenance and upkeep and her life is very aesthetically perfect in a way um and in my own terms I would say it's sort of like a wellness version of Megan the Stallion's hot girl summer attitude but it's more about like self-fulfillment and achieving your goals and being healthy in terms of it being healthy like you if you've seen this trend you may have seen some of the images associated with the trend like with matchas and chlorophyll water and green face masks and just a whole lot of pastel green in general so i mean that was basically the the theme um and so this so-called perfection and girl boss style of professional achievement is something that I feel like everyone aspires to have on some level, um, which is why 
the TikTok and YouTube videos showing these scenes are so appealing because we all aspire to be the best versions of ourselves and just, you know, having things perfect. But in reality, nothing can actually be perfect. We're all just trying our very best. Um, but yeah, like I, of course I want to be productive. Like who doesn't want to be the most productive, the most, like the best version of themselves? If you don't, well, I have questions, <laughs> but I feel like everyone for the most part wants to be the best version of themselves. And a lot of the times with this trend as well, you also see images where that girl gets up early in the morning around 5.30 a.m. She makes her bed and it's perfect and she eats a bowl of fruit or another breakfast meal, but it's plated really aesthetically pleasingly, pleasingly. I think that's how you would say it. And she fills out gratitude journals and reads books every day and studies hard and is basically a walking Pinterest board. And a lot of people have been sharing advice on how to achieve this lifestyle, but I will get into that later. And all the aspects that embody that girl are healthy habits to incorporate in your life. So I think the trend of wanting to be the best version of yourself is not toxic because if anything, it should be motivating in some sort of way. But I can't, I'm going to talk about how this trend became or seemed toxic to some people. Um, but I just think the core idea is not a toxic idea, if that makes sense. So now let's look at the problems. Like within the trend, there are some, you know, hidden elements that are easily overlooked because of how beautiful everything is. And those hidden elements are, you know, kind of problematic. So the first one I want to talk about is the lack of representation or the non-diverse image of health. And mainly all these images of girls living this that girl lifestyle are white, wealthy, skinny girls. Um, and for me, as a young black girl and not seeing other girls like me participate in this trend, like I saw maybe one or two um, participate in the trend, but the majority of it was wealthy white skinny girls um or slim girls who participated in the trend if, but like it was kind of it could be seen as discouraging because it can make it seem like this trend is a very exclusive trend that can be only traced to these people who look a certain way um and this is not really surprising to me because for a long time, uh, I can't talk, for a long time, wellness has, the idea of wellness has faced like accusations of whitewashing and a lack of diversity. Yeah, so I, I feel like in that perspective, it's not surprising because, I don't know, it just because of the history of it, of wellness in general, who is the represented group when it comes to wellness. Um... But I feel like if there's also a lack of representation now, like, I mean, now that we have all these platforms like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, I feel like it could um, suggest that, you know, women of color don't feel sufficiently aligned to wellness or at least don't feel like they should join in on the that girl trend. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I'm not wording this right, but yeah. The second um, part of it is that it's very materialistic 
And what I mean by that is that a lot of these images also express a lot of material things, some of which are more on the expensive side. Um, and some people may take this as that, like, they have to have these certain things to participate in the trend. And these things I'm talking about are Lululemon leggings or workout sets. And, and the ones that are displayed are the more expensive ones. Of course, you don't have to get that. Um, you know, LED lights, which can, I mean... For the most part, they're not that expensive, but, you know, not everyone can afford those. Or vitamins, supplements, and health items, those can cost a lot to some people. And a lot of skincare items, face masks, face uh, tools like washas and face rollers and all these skincare items. Like, you know, the people who have a whole skincare fridge with, and it's just packed with all these different things. Yeah, like stuff like that. Or food items, like organic food items, could be exclusive because some people can't afford to buy organic. Um, and a popular item is the gratitude journal. And when I searched it up, I was like, that little journal costs that much. Yeah, the five minute journal costs like $25, and a lot of other gratitude slash wellness journals can cost up to $36 and I feel like that's a lot for for a book with paper in it I mean in my opinion I can just make my own um just get a, a small journal make my own prompts or whatever and even if some of the items like may not be subjectively expensive the total cost of the items can add up so like let's say if you bought all of those things that I just listed that's a lot of money that you're spending um I mean, I'll talk about how you can get items that aren't as expensive later on, like when I talk about how to in incorporate some of the elements of the trend into your life. Another thing is that the trend may lead people to think that they are not good enough the way they are. So even though at the core of the trend, it's about bettering yourself in a positive manner, some people may think that since they have to quote-unquote have to follow all this advice and alter the way they do things that they are changing themselves as an individual individual entirely um and they can see it as like everything about you has to change in order for you to be successful and happy which is really not the case but some people who's you can view it in that way and then it can hurt their self-esteem another thing another problem that could potentially rise from the trend is under eating so some of the women in the videos argue, argue, I can't talk, how do you say this word? Arguably, okay, arguably promote under eating as an ideal. Um, and like some of the stuff that they would say, like in a typical day of being that girl, like they would eat an egg white omelet on toast for breakfast and yogurt and almonds for lunch and a salad for dinner. And a lot of these portions were very small. When, I mean, usually, yeah, eating healthy is great. And, you know, eating smaller portions than, you know, rather a big whole plate of, I don't know, whatever is good. But I feel like the what I've seen is like very, very small portions. Something that wouldn't fulfill my stomach. I would be hungry. So if some people some people can see this as under eating and then it could possibly lead to eating disorders and i did a little bit of research and it said that the that girl aesthetic is comparable to like clean eating um 
the clean eating trend that went around in the 2010s where a lot of people presented like extremely low calorie carb lacking meals and they spread fear of unhealthy aka enjoyable joyous food um and i learned a new term which is orthorexia and it's an unhealthy obsession with eating pure food um and i feel like just these two things alone can show how online trends have the potential to destroy people's relationship with food um so that's another point i wanted to bring up so i'm almost done with the problems because i just want to briefly touch on the problems just like so people have an idea of what i'm talking about so the next thing is that there's a misconception that mental health problems or disorders will magically disappear once you start living this wellness lifestyle and so some videos display girls being depressed or sad or in in what people call a rut or you know something like that and then they clean their room and start living the that girl lifestyle and then they are magically cured from whatever mental health problem that they had like they were cured from their depression or something or like people title videos cleaning my depression room so I guess like the depression means like the room is messy and it's making you feel depressed or something but like depression goes way beyond that and I just want to point out that mental health is a really serious thing that is not to be, like, misconstrued with this trend. Like, yes, organizing your room and your life may help you feel better and have a more clear headspace, but it doesn't cure things like, you know, de- like, actual serious depression or anxiety. Like, it might alleviate some of the stress factors that, you know, can contribute to these mental health um, problems, but you're not going to be magically cured if you're actually suffering with, you know, a serious mental health problem, if that makes sense. So another thing to keep in mind is that no one's life is perfect and everyone has their bad days. So what you see that's displayed on social media are just pictures or videos of people when they are at their best. And even the people that you might look up to, like influencers or celebrities, they also have like possibly struggle with their own body image and insecurity so don't feel like you are the only one who is going through that like many people go through that and I mean I had to learn the hard way I used to compare myself to a lot of people and I talked about this in my confidence episode so if you want to go watch that I mean listen you can do that but used to compare myself to people all the time and it was so unhealthy for me and then I actually had to realize like no you know other people go through rough patches too other people struggle with their own body image other people have insecurities i'm not the only one going through that like i wouldn't say because some people say that social media is fake but i wouldn't say that social media is fake just because there are people who are living like what they show on social media and are doing those things in reality and they just enjoy romanticizing their life or exuding main character energy so that that's just something that they want to do it but i want to say it's more about the photos like knowing how to take the good photos like the angles or how to place things in a photo can change a lot like change what you see a lot just like the placement of everything and another thing about this trend is that being able to take photos like that girl is also a big part like of the trying to collectively because it's just about photos because that's what we're seeing we're seeing the videos and the photos so now that we discussed like the well so now that i told you about the 
bad sides or perspectives of the trends. Like I'm I'm going to talk now about how you can realistically and I emphasize realistically because some of the stuff that I was seeing on these videos was very not realistic to a beginner. I know I don't want to say a beginner, but like someone who's just starting out or someone who's you know, can't realistically do all the things that were in the video. So now I'm going to talk about how you can realistically implement that girl lifestyle elements into your own life under any circumstances. So number one is having a good consistent sleep schedule and make it realistic. Don't wake up at 5 a.m. every morning if you can't do that, if you know that you won't be able to do that because I for sure know I can't do that right now. I, I like I need to at least start with something more reasonable. But having a good consistent sleep schedule, you know, it better sleeping habits can have an overall impact on your health and well-being and that's something that's, you know, pretty well known. Um, so like I said, you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning. Your mornings can start at 6 or 6.30 or even 7 if that suits you. But having like a sleep schedule where you're getting enough sleep each night, I would say 8 hours is good. Like on a weeknight for me at least, that would be my goal to have 8 hours of sleep. And I feel like it's pretty reasonable if I if I go to bed at like... 10 30 wake up at 6 30 that would be pretty good you know do whatever suits you basically for me personally i would like to start waking up at six o'clock every morning so that's like 30 minutes earlier than i wake up right now just because i do go to school and i want to have like a, an early start to my day and my goal for the weekend is to wake up at 8 or 9 a.m because I also want to have an early start to my day on the weekends as well and seize the day, as they say, because honestly, when I wake up at 10 or 11 on the weekends, yes, it's nice to sleep in, but at the same time, I feel like the whole day is already gone and like I can't get that back. I mean, not the whole day, but a majority of my morning where I could have been doing stuff and being productive is gone. And I just become a little bit lazier. So I want to like force myself to get up at at least nine and like start my day off to like a good start or whatever. But whatever works best for you, do that. And don't beat yourself up over the fact that you maybe missed your goal of waking up early one day because no one's perfect. So if you miss it one day, that's fine. If you miss it two days, that's still okay. But as long as you're trying to implement that kind of like consistent sleep schedule I think that's a good goal for yourself it's all about goal setting and like realistically it's all about goal setting so the second thing on the list is mental health and so your own mental health can interfere with you reaching your goals because like you just internally don't feel good so what you can do is seek help whether that be professional counseling or talking to a person you trust and i've also seen a lot of advertisements for online therapy which seems to be really popular right now it's a popular option and i think they offer some financial aid as well and i also think that they are generally less costly than in-person sessions so you can go check whatever option feels good to you in person online or just talking to a trusted family member or friend or you know someone close to you because your mental health is your top priority because if you don't feel good in your head you're not gonna feel good 
anywhere else, basically. Third on the list is fitness. And adding fitness to your life is not only beneficial to your body, but also beneficial to your mind. And I've experienced this because I, I realized when I work out, like I'm, my head is so much clearer clearer and i feel a lot more energized and more productive afterwards i feel like wow i just did that i accomplished working out which is something that it's not it's not like the most fun thing for me and i've actually stopped like i will admit that i have taken a break from um exercising which is kind of bad and i want to get back into it but like november is not the month for me because i'm just so extremely busy right now but as soon as possible, like, I'm going to try to push myself this month to do it. But I've just been so busy. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been slacking. I've been slacking for sure. <laughs> um, but you can go to the gym or work out from home. Personally, I like working out from home just because I'm in the own comfort. I'm, I'm in the comfort of my own space. And it's also free. So, Yeah. I mean, if you want to pay for a gym membership and you feel comfortable at the gym, that's good for you. Whatever works for you. I'm stressing that point. Like, whatever works for you, do that. Um, And you don't even have to do extreme workout routines. You can just take a walk around your block or ride a bike if you own one or do 10 push-ups. I don't know. Whatever you feel like. Whatever exercise feels good to you. Um, And to motivate yourself, you can wear cute workout clothes like you see the that girl participants doing they wear cute workout clothes um and it doesn't mean that you have to buy lululemon workout sets that can be pricey i don't own any um but like you can just get a nice pair of leggings and a nice workout top that you can find at inexpensive prices and just wear something that makes you feel confident yet comfortable enough for you to work out in. So whatever like whatever suits you again. <laughs> I'm stressing that. Also, it, another thing to motivate you is to go with friends. It's totally optional, but it could be a good method to keep yourself motivated and um, have fun if exercise is not something you particularly enjoy. Number four on the list is nutrition and cooking. Um, so you can try to incorporate some more healthy foods in your diet with, like, I mean, fruits and veggies. And they don't have to be organic if that doesn't suit your budget. But having at least, you know, just fresh produce items in your diet will improve your overall health and feel of your body. And also you should limit the amount of sugary drinks or food items that you consume and i'm not saying that you can never eat those things again but like you can keep track of how much you're feeding to your body or as i like to call it your temple um my dad always makes the analogy about like a car and what what would you feed to your car like how you know you feed your car gasoline because that's what it runs on that's what it needs to function you don't feed your car anything else because it would break and you don't want a broken car. So you should feed your body what it needs, what it can actually function off of. Um, just try to treat your body good because you only got one. So, um, And you can also make healthy foods that actually taste good. You can find recipes that seem enjoyable to you but that incorporates some healthy elements in it. And it's okay to eat junk food. Like, 
you know, every once in a while. Because I love burgers and pizza and mac and cheese and ice cream. But I just have to make sure that I have a balance of what I'm eating. Um, And if you're a person who likes to meal prep, I personally don't do that. But it can help you stay on track of eating healthy. Um, But again, this is optional. You don't have to do it. And if you have the time to, you can make your food look pretty. And you can practice plating and arranging different items on your food. I mean, on your plate. Um, and you can take pics of, pic, take pics, you can take pictures, and you can see how nicely you can make your food look. And of course you don't have to do this all the time because I don't have the time for that, to be honest. But, um, if you do have the time, you can spend it arranging your plate nicely, and it's also, it works as motivation to eat healthy. I mean, I've practiced plating a few times and it's pretty fun because I get to take like the good pictures afterwards. Um, the next thing on the list is self-care in terms of pampering. Like I'm going to be talking about pampering your body. So, um, I did mention part of this in like the self-care episode that I recorded. So if you want to go learn more about that, you can check that out if you want to. Self-care, in terms of pampering, makes people feel good on the outside, resulting on happiness on the inside. So you can do things like face masks, or like take a nice shower or a bath even. Or you can focus on your skincare with pore strips or gua sha's or face rollers if you want to. You can pluck your brows. You can try a new skincare product. You can get a nice smelling lotion to smell good if that's what you want or I mean you don't even have to buy any things to do this like you can just wash your face give your face a nice cold face wash I don't know you can put on some lotion you can light a candle and it feels rewarding to take care of your body so you know and sometimes you just need that time for yourself anyways and it's also self-care also is a good photo op because you can take photos of like you know, the face mask or the candle, whatever aspect of the self-care that you want to take a picture of. Um, And you can look for picture inspiration on Pinterest as well if you don't really know what to take a picture of. The next thing is to keep a clean environment. And it's one of the hardest things for me to do because my room gets so messy just because I, I don't even honestly know how my room becomes so messy. It just does. But You can take a day out of the month or the week to um, prioritize your cleaning, possibly the weekend if you're free on the weekend, or maybe on a weekday where you don't have that much homework, you can do some just tidying up in your room, which I need to do tonight, so there you go. Or you can do a deep clean of your room once a month, and having a clean space clears your head, like I mentioned that before. Um, and while you're cleaning your room, you can play music, or you can listen to a podcast, like, um, this one, or (laughs) you can watch YouTube videos, um, just to, like, keep yourself a little bit entertained while you clean your room if this is not something you enjoy. The next thing is keeping your mind, spirit, and soul happy. So, you can try meditating. There's lots of meditation audios on YouTube and other streaming platforms, you can try journaling and you don't have to buy a pre-made journal 
like the five minute journal if you don't want to you can make your own you can get a cute notebook from like marshall's or something um dedicate that notebook to journaling and search up prompts on the web you can have a diary if you want to um you can read books read self-help books um read fiction books sci-fi books biography historical fiction like you can read whatever book you enjoy you can start learning about manifesting and make vision boards buy some crystals if you want to i know a lot of people are starting to get into manifesting now and crystals are going to be a big thing i mean they already are but like i feel like now that people see it as a trend a little bit they're going to start buying crystals um there's nothing wrong with that though there's nothing i'm going to buy crystals so you you know whatever floats your boat um and you can also just make goals for yourself the next thing on the list is to prioritize your social life if you can i know it's easier said than done because people are really busy like all my friends were always busy we have our own schedules and stuff but try to make plans preferably outside of the house like take a trip like go see a movie or go to a coffee shop or i know my friends and i are planning on having a friendsgiving this weekend yeah, one of my friends is having a birthday party the next weekend, and then in December, we're planning on going to the Met Museum, so that's pretty cool, um, and take pictures, um, because, you know, part of the that girl lifestyle is to take pictures, but I also like taking pictures to, ca- like, capture the memories, if that makes sense, um, the next thing is also to prioritize your schoolwork. So set goals, meet with your teachers, seek help if you need it. Try to be organized, and I know it's hard. Like, I I was so organized at the beginning of the year because I was excited to go back to school, but I'm very disorganized right now. And the next thing is, you know, just establish good habits like making your bed in the morning or drinking more water. Just all these things that are a part of being that girl. And the last thing, I've said this multiple times already, but a big part of being that girl is the photos that you take. So take photos and you can make them aesthetic if you want to or if you don't want to, it's fine. But don't forget to also live in the moment as well and put the camera away at times. And I know what I said just sounds like very contradicting, but you can find a balance between, oh, let's take photos, but also let's, you know, not always be on our phones. And last but not least just have fun don't take this so seriously because it really isn't something to be that serious about just do whatever makes you happy you don't have to do all of these things these were just some ideas if you wanted to try to be that girl um i know i definitely want to start doing some of these things some of these things just on my own because i feel like they're just good things in general to do um to help with my overall being um especially since i'm kind of like stressed out with school right now i think i need to like start implementing like some productive well wellness sort of stuff so i will definitely be doing some of these things um and with that i hope you enjoyed this episode which is a little bit shorter than the ones i've been recording recently but um let me know if you enjoyed it on by commenting or dming me on the podcast instagram handle at let's underscore 
talk underscore about podcast because I will reply to you. I will engage with my audience and I do want to know what you guys want to hear and I'm just incredibly grateful for all the listeners that have joined or popped in because there are so many listeners from all over the world and I'm like wow people actually want to hear my voice so that was like really exciting for me but anyways thank you for supporting the podcast um and with that I'll catch you next time no why do I always mess this up I'll talk to you next time bye (laughs) Oh, 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 oh,